0: This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible Teaching Ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo.
1: Good day, it's Father Tom and Anthony today. We're looking at two scriptures Isaiah 5 and John 15. Thank you, God. Isaiah 5, let me sing for my beloved my love song concerning his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a very fertile hill. The hill was fertile. He dug it and cleared it out of stones and planted it with choice vines. He built a watchtower in the midst of it and hewed out of wine vat in it. He expected it to yield grapes, but it yielded wild grapes. What kind of grapes are you yielding today? Are they succulent? Are they wonderful? Are you connected to Jesus, who is the vine? And now, inhabitants of Jerusalem and people of Judah, judge between me and my vineyard. What more was there to do for my vineyard that I have not done in it? When I expected it to yield grapes, why did it yield wild grapes? You see, What are we yielding today in the new year? What are we yielding today? Are we yielding succulent grapes? Are we yielding fruit that lasts forever? I don't know, I can't talk to you about you. I want to yield succulent grapes. I want to yield fruit that is good forever. What about you? Are you yielding wild grapes? well, it's time to repent. It's time to go to confession. It's time to say, Lord, I'm sorry. You planted me on a fertile ground, and I went the wrong way. It's time for me to come back. There was a man last night that came to me and said, I've come back to the Lord tonight. I said, hallelujah. He repented and came back to the Lord so that he would produce succulent grapes
0: to be used by God. It's not about our education. It's not about our skill level. It's just about God putting his hand on your life and saying, come follow me. Come follow me. What did God say? To, what did Jesus say to Simon? Don't be afraid for now you will fish for people. And they pulled their boats to shore. They left everything and followed him. In 2024, we leave everything to follow Jesus, to stay attached to the vine. After we do that, it's about just being a child, being docile to the Holy Spirit, trusting God with everything, letting God empty us of everything so he can fill us with all of himself, his divinity, his goodness, his power, his miracle, his glory. When we walk in victory, our life becomes only about one thing, and that's Jesus. When your life becomes only about Jesus, then he gets to fill you with his, with his new wine. That we get to produce fruit through our lives. Because G- when we're attached to Jesus, when we give everything to Jesus when our life becomes we do everything to glorify Jesus, we're only worried about Jesus and bringing people to Jesus, then our interior is disposed to reap the harvest, that Jesus can reap the harvest in his life that he has destined for you. When Jesus created you, he created you with a destiny, a kingdom plan, a kingdom purpose. There's recesses of God's love that are deposited within you that you are called to bring to this earth but like father's about to read we can only do it when we're when we're
1: attached to Jesus John 15 I am the true vine my father is the vine grower oh yes Jesus is the vine The Father is the vine grower. We are the branches connected to the vine. What kind of fruit are we going to produce if we're connected to Jesus? Succulent grapes. (laughs) He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. That means he prunes us. Oh, yes, it's tough to be pruned. Sometimes it hurts to be pruned but it's better to be pruned. We have a little plant here, and this plant was pruned and it's growing, and three little leaves are coming from the bottom. It was cut back so that it would produce more leaves and finally flowers. You see, it's not easy to be pruned. Every branch that bears fruit he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. You've been cleansed by the word of God, the word that Jesus has spoken to you. You've been cleansed by the blood of the Lamb when he died on the cross. You've been cleansed and you are connected to Jesus, the vine to produce fruit, and your fruit should endure. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Abide doesn't mean try. Abide means to stay. Stay in the vine. If you stay in the vine, you will produce fruit, fruit that will last Remember, the fruit vine was planted on a fertile ground, and the ground is the mercy of God, the grace of God, the love of God. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Are you abiding in Jesus today? If not, I say, Lord, I abide in you. I am connected to the vine. I want to produce fruit. I want to produce fruit that will last. I want to produce disciples. I want to produce people for the kingdom of God.
0: And I think it's important to know what does God want to prune us of? Because we need to be pruned so that we can produce fruit. God wants to prune us of anything that's not coming to heaven with us. Anything that's not happening in heaven, whether it's fear, shame, worry, unbelief, worrying about the things of the world instead of things of heaven. Anything that's not in heaven is blocking us from being attached to the vine and producing fruit from God so just think if it's not happening in heaven God doesn't want it in my life if it's this isn't something that's occurring in the heavenly realms God wants to prune this from me of this year and the good news is we don't do the pruning God does the pruning but we got to open up and let God in to all of those areas of our life. We, need to, we get pruned when we surrender. We get pruned when we become humble. We get pruned when we're docile to the Holy Spirit. One of the great ways God prunes us is by when we do his will. When we live in God's holy will. When God maybe calls us to do something that we might not want to do. When God is calling us to go give a word to someone or evangelize. And everything in us because doesn't want to do it because we're worried about, you know, the fear of man. But God knows what he's doing. He's saying, step out in faith. And when we do and we see God move, then that fear of man becomes melted away in the love and the peace and the glory of God. So every time God calls you to do something this year and we step out and we do it, we're becoming more and more and more pruned and our life is producing more and more fruit and we are being conformed into the greater image of Jesus Christ. Because only the will of God can make us into the image of Christ upon this earth.
1: Abide in me as I abide in you just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, succulent fruit, many many pieces of fruit. Abide in me as I abide in you. This is simple. This is so simple. To abide in the Lord Jesus Christ is to stay in the vine and to let the Lord produce succulent fruit and that fruit will endure and it will last. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit because apart from me, you can do nothing. That's real. Apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. I remember Simon saying, Lord, we've toiled all night and caught nothing. But at your word, I will pull into the deep. What about you? Have you caught very many? Have you produced fruit? It's time to follow the word of God. You know, We don't know the Word of God as Catholics. It's so important that we be in the Word of God, because if we stay in the vine, we will produce fruit, and that fruit will endure. And the fruit that we are producing are people, people in the kingdom of God, people that will do the works of God, people that will lay hands upon the sick, and they will be healed, people that will cast out demons and they would see healings in people that are oppressed abide in me and i in you if you abide in me and my word abides in you you will produce much fruit it's all about abiding it's not about trying when people come to be prayed with they start talking i said please no talking just be still let's pray for what god wants don't talking and they continue to talk and i don't pray because they continue to talk they're not abiding in the vine they're babbling they're babbling and the babble will produce nothing
0: you know with god anything is possible at any time in your life Yesterday, we were all fasting all day for the prayer meeting. And after the prayer meeting, when we got done praying, it was maybe like midnight. And I went to the house and I ate a banana, a ripe banana. And the fruit, it was so delicious. And it brought so much nutrients. I just felt so good and so happy. And I just thank God so much for it after I ate it. And, you know, that, that like freshness of life is what God wants to put into our life. God wants to put joy into our life. He wants to put nourishment into our life. He wants to put power into our life. He wants to put all good things into your life. But God, we need to give God the room to move how he wants to move, to do what he wants to do, to be what he wants to be. When Jesus created you in heaven, he created you to be a miracle worker. Do you know that? That when you were created, Jesus said, this is my child. I'm going to make him a miracle worker because I'm going to work my power through him. I'm going to put destiny into him that I created him or her for a kingdom plan and a purpose. When I was last week, the Lord showed me by the will of God, don't fast, go out to eat to a restaurant. When I went out to eat and I was done. I walked outside and I saw a a lady and she was holding up a sign in Quincy Center that said, Jesus is Lord. And I thought I was having an apparition, but I went up and I talked with her and I prayed with her and she was a, Snow is a um, missionary from Vietnam or Taiwan. And I invited her to the prayer meeting and she came and she preached and she spoke about producing fruit for your life. You know, she came all the way from to Boston, from Taiwan. We're not all called to do that. We're called to speak to the people in our life first. Speak to the circle. Let God fill you with fresh fire. Let God fill you with fresh glory. Wake up today and ask God that your joy may be full. Ask that your joy may be full. Because honestly, evangelization It's supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be very easy. When we read the Bible, Jesus and the apostles, they didn't have to try to get thousands to the Lord. You want to bubble with the love and the excitement and the joy of Christ. When someone looks at you, they say, wow, this person is fully alive. They are fully alive. Everyone in this world is a little dead on the inside. But when the Holy Spirit comes bubbling up within you and those rivers of living water come flowing through you and you're not trying, people say, why are you so happy? Why do you have this joy, this peace, this love, this freedom upon your life, this power? I can feel the power of God. What is that that you have? And you say it's only one thing, Jesus Christ, and he created you and he wants to encounter you today. So give me your hand so you can receive the Holy Spirit. And then you just lead them in the sinner's prayer. You lead them in the prayer of salvation. You see in the kingdom of God, in the river of God, God created things to be very easy in the kingdom. God wants to move on your life with an ease and a flow in the kingdom this year. A sailboat just catches the wind and it's blown across the sea. Those who are led by the spirit are children of God when we abide in Christ when we stay connected to the vine we are led by the spirit. There's no more trying. There's just abiding in God's love, abiding in God's peace, abiding in God's power, abiding in God's joy. And then everyone is going to want what you have. You were created and you received the greatest gift, fullness of life, but you need to allow God to empty you before he can fill you. Cause what I see is in the vine, the water flows from the vine to the branches. But in that flow, there's nothing blocking that flow. So let the Lord ask him, asking you shall receive and your joy may be full. Ask him, let this year be a year of pruning. So you come into your destiny and you come into becoming fully alive in the power of the Holy Spirit, like Jesus destined you to be.
1: Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me, you can do nothing. I remember taking a a branch off of a tree and I said, look at this branch. It looked alive. I said, but it's not going to stay looking alive because I took it off the tree. It's going to die. It's going to wither. If we are not into the vine, we're going to die. We're going to wither and we're not going to produce fruit. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and burned. Sounds like hell. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My words abide in you. What kind of words do you know that Jesus has spoken? What kind of words abide in you so that you can produce much fruit? What kind of words do you know? Put it on a piece of paper, all the Bible verses that you know. Put it on a piece of paper. If my words abide in you, you will produce much fruit. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, Ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Father, we ask for a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit during 2024. In Jesus' name. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. Listen to the next line. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you abide in my love as the father has loved jesus jesus loves you just the same way abide in his love if you abide in his love keep my commandments and you will abide in my love just as i have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love One of the commandments that Jesus taught us to love God with our whole heart, our whole soul, our whole mind, our whole body, and to love our neighbor as he loves us, even unto death.
0: It's all about love the love of God is what sets us free. The love of God is what reveals revelation. The love of God is what puts the power of God within us. When Jesus uses us to heal, Jesus healed because he healed through the passion of the love of the Father. He had compassion on the people but he was passionately loving people when we passionately love people and we live from our heart, not our mind, then the anointing flows. It's about living from your heart. God doesn't want you to live from your mind. God gave us an intellect and he's a God of reason. But we are created to live out of this place of our heart, that from our heart, the issues of life flow, that we burn with the love of God from our heart, and we receive and we release. We receive and we release. We receive and we release. I woke up, I got a text from Bridget from the prayer meeting, I'm going to read it. She said, last night, I wanted to say the renewal of the Holy Spirit came upon me so strong I was weeping. Not weeping in a bad way, but in gratitude. And then last night we had a word that stomachs were being healed. And you know what she did? She received that word, went home and prayed for her husband while he was sleeping. And he woke up and his stomach is being healed. You see, it's about receiving what God wants to do and having the faith to release it. Having the love of God to release it having the kingdom of God. We need to love our neighbors as Jesus loves us.
1: As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you, abide in my love. Don't try to abide in his love. The branch does not have to try to abide in the vine. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. We need the joy of the Lord. We need it. I need to laugh and praise God. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And, you know, people know whether we have that joy or not. They look into our eyes and say, she doesn't have that joy. She says she's a Christian. We need that joy. (laughs) We need that joy so that we would be able to do the things that God calls us to do. And it's so simple. I remember watching Sid Roth, and there was a man who was praying for joy, and I received it. I received the joy. Every time I saw the word joy, I start laughing. I start laughing. Somebody put joy on my door, and when I looked at it, I start laughing. Oh, the joy of the Lord is my strength. How we need that joy. How we need to abide in the vine. How we need to produce succulent grapes. We do not want to be like Isaiah 5 producing wild grapes. We wanna produce succulent grapes, fruit, disciples that love Jesus, that know him, that call on his name, that praise him, that give their lives to him, that surrender to him. Yeah. So Lord,
0: in 2024, we surrender to you. We all made a rededication last night to the Lord Jesus, we got on our knees before the altar and we rededicated our lives. Father, let us in a prayer. And after that, the power of the Holy Spirit fell. People started being healed, delivered, set free to start this new year. Pray with Father as he leads you in this prayer. And the Holy Spirit's going to do something special in your life.
1: Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, come into my life, come into my life. Be the center of my heart. Be the center of my heart. Forgive all my sins. Forgive
0: all my sins.
1: I am desperate for you.
0: I am desperate for you.
1: I love you.
0: I love you.
1: Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my savior.
0: Be my savior.
1: Fill me with your presence.
0: Fill me with your presence. I love you. I love you.
1: Be my master.
0: Be my master. Fill me
1: with the Holy Spirit. Fill me with
0: your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.
1: Amen. We're
0: on day four of this new year. This year there's new glory, new fire, new realms of God's goodness. The kingdom of God is coming to you in a more powerful way than it ever has been before. When Jesus created you, he put a destiny within you. Your destiny is being unlocked and activated. Your spirit is being filled by the power of God. Your soul is being healed. And God is commissioning you into the greater work.
1: May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he let his face shine upon you and give you peace. God bless you. This has been In Season
0: and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass, 02128. In Season and Out of Season.